0: Welcome to episode 44 of Slacker Studio, a podcast where two slackers tell you what's going on in the world. This week, we're talking about Blizzard, resurrecting games, MS Marvel, and the global silicon shortage, and other things. I'm Jack.
1: And I'm Ed. This week's Spirit of the Show is two totally different things. They could not be more different.
0: (laughs) Yes. There's like Um, three different ones, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we... Well, firstly, we're back. Um, we have both moved house, um, yes, and this is quite cool. We're actually both finally recording from our new places um, with with our proper setups once again. We're quite happy about that. Very um, much. So, what we're going to do today is we're, we're actually doing two <laughs> shows in a day, which is crazy. Yes. So, if you want to know what we've actually been up to in the rest of our lives and kind of a more casual chit chat, hanging out, uh, join us for the at the bar, which will be coming. Probably the day after this one releases, um, and we will be drinking our free beer, which we got hell from yeah. Um But right now, I'm about to be drinking uh, Brooklyn and something. Nah, na, 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 Oh fucking hell, mate! I can't say that. How, how does that? <laughs> na, N-A-R. Uh, Naranjito. Yeah.
0: Is it Naranjito?
1: That sounds right. Naranjito. Yeah. Anyway, it's an orange pale ale, um, which is really good i've already had it spoiler alert i've had it like three or four times um (laughs) and it's just great like what what are you drinking jack
0: so um before the show started i forgot that we were doing two shows so i i ran down to the shops and there's an off license i've uh i should have bought some yesterday didn't think about it i actually drank through a four pack of um thatcher's haze yesterday so Mm, i could have kept mm. one today but uh, I just wanted it because I did a food shop and was like, "It's my first rest day. Oh, yeah. I want to have. I want to have a drink." Um, so, and it was a very fun time. Um, but what I've got today is a beautiful can of Foster's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Regular ass can of lager. <laughs> this thing, this can, is about the same size as my head.
1: It actually is. Um, yeah. I I'm not sure if, if you I did pressed that. the right button, but
0: yeah, essentially,
1: whatever. yeah.
0: Um, It's a big-ass can of Fosters. Uh, There's nothing really much to say. Uh, It's beer. pouring it right now. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: I guess the only thing I can really say about Fosters is whenever I went for, like, a proper binge session when I was a kid... When I was a kid. Mm, That mm. doesn't sound right when I was a kid. When I was 18, when I was a (laughs) fresh-faced slap-on-the-arse 18-year-old, I used to drink... They used to do... um, Fosters Gold. Yeah. And uh, it was really, really cool. Um, I really enjoyed Fosters Gold. And... Only because it was easy, it was a little bit lighter. Oh, I got Click. beer on my oh, pop no. shield. Oh no. It right.
1: <laughs>
0: it's alright. Beer on the pop shield is a part of the show. Yep. Beer boys. Um, mm. okay, but, I, yeah.
1: I, yeah, I forgot how bad it was to have a mic oh, in front God. of me. Anyway, carry on with Foster's Gold, sorry. Oh, God.
0: The head on this beer is fucking awful. Yeah, so Foster's Gold, uh, I used to go around to my mate Phil's uh, for gaming nights, and I'd always bring a load of Foster's Gold, so by the time I finished the night I'd be at a good level of drunkness, but it wasn't to the point where you're absolutely blotto because it's just foster's gold it's just normal lager um i wasn't a big fan of carling i wasn't a big fan 1664 is all right but i just found that foster's was a really easy go-to summer drink at a barbecue so it's not the best thing in the world but as a pickup from any store you'll probably usually find foster's it's yeah. not too bad
1: this is the uh australian beer that is brewed in edinburgh and they hate and don't have in australia that one
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Except I was drinking Fosters with an Australian the other day, so it's a bit conflicting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that is very strange. What have you got?
0: Oh no, we already talked about it. Yeah, so it's an orange pale
1: ale. Um, it's a limited release. Um, it's it's like a good pale ale that happens to be reasonably citrusy. It's like I I'd say it's like someone got a good pale ale and then dropped like maybe ten percent of (laughs) orange juice into it, like at best ten (laughs) percent. But it's it's good. It's like it, it's. I would like it to be more orangey. But it's pretty good. It's like it's got nothing on that orange sour that we've had before. I think. But it's it's um, yeah. That was that was good stuff. But no, it's it's just really drinkable. Hence, this is nice. like my third or fourth can this week.
0: Sweet. We like the sound of that. That's what we're talking about. Drinking good beer. That's what I'm looking forward to as well. I mean, I'm. I'm it's oh, yeah. currently Lent, so I can't have chocolate, sweets, sugar, and. Uh, in tea or coffee. I know this has not got anything to do with news, but Mm. the only thing I've allowed myself is alcohol. Um, Mm. Obviously for the show, but also for the sake of like random partakings. Now, although I had a four-pack yesterday, I'm not going to be doing this on the regular. Um, However, I will always be drinking for the show. So actually, um, it's a nice thing. Whenever the show's coming up during Lent, there's an excitement because I can have a beer. So um, I'm also going to be doing that thing. I think I might have made a video about it ages ago. At the end of Easter, I always have a cigar, chocolate... And a very special beer, and I usually sit around a campfire and smoke this. I don't know where I could have a campfire this year, so I'm probably just going to have to do it al dente wherever the hell I can, even though al dente is a cooking mm. term. Um, it will be bitey, so technically I'm not wrong, because I c- won't have a fire. Anyway, I have to choose my beer this year. So if anyone here can think of a very special beer, like a very special stout, which is about 15%, send your suggestions in, if anyone's listening, um, because, yeah, I want I want that special beer.
1: Yeah, I think that would be an interesting thing, and we will uh, find something fun.
0: Hmm. Right? Shall we yes. get into the week in the news?
1: Yeah. Okay, God, there is so much to talk about. Like throughout everything at the moment, there is a lot of news in general. But we have kind of, kind of picked a couple of things that are kind of, kind of, kind of, oh. kind of, kind of, um, that are that are relevant oh, yeah. to us. So let's kick it well, off. At this with time, which is about two forty-seven.
0: Oh. <laughs> Oh god, is it yeah, me? Yeah, you
1: know, your video's frozen, so I don't know what's going on here.
0: Oh, internet, mm. hello?
1: Yeah, you're There back. we go. Can you sort hear me of. again? I
0: don't know what happened there. Sorry, guys, uh well, it's like a studio for you. You were saying, could you repeat yes. that last?
1: Anyway, right, okay, let's, um, let's kick it off with Blizzard resurrecting some games. So, yes. One is slightly more of a resurrection, which is Diablo II remastered, um, and also Burning Crusade. Um, I want to say Burning Crusade Classic, but it's it feels weird saying Classic, but it is. It does,
0: yeah. It is literally Burning Crusade Classic. So um, they've actually done it in a nice way. They've not talked about level. They've so essentially what's going on because I'm going to garble is for mm. anyone that wants to return to Azeroth in back in the day. or well, as they're calling it, reopening the Dark Portal. Yeah. For anyone who played this expansion, the Burning Crusade, what they do is they hop on, and I think they can get a free character boost to level 58. I'm right. not sure if that's paid or not paid. Okay. Um, And the current servers on Classic will then become legacy servers. So I think... I mean, sorry, there'll be expansion servers. So current yeah. server will go on to the next expansion. What they'll do, though, is they're going to open up new Classic servers. So if you just want to play Classic, you can copy across one character... Um, across to that new server, and then you start it fresh. So anyone that wants to do Naxxramas or still wants to play Classic, they can do, but anyone who wants to jump straight into Burning Crusade, like myself, can do so. Yeah, absolutely. Back in the day, when they released this expansion, they released two new races, the Draenei and the Blood Elves. So um, when the expansion released, those people who are already level 60 would be levelling all the way up to level 70, yep. which is, for those who don't play Warcraft, that is the level cap for the end of this game. Um, you level through the different zones, and you get to level 70 where you do all the end game content, essentially. Um, however, uh, if you started one of these new races, you had to start from the beginning, which is an ache. So what they've done this time is they've said before the new burning crusade classic comes out they're going to release drain iron blood elves early so people can get their accounts up to six
1: seriously oh i missed this yeah. I, I honestly haven't looked at yeah. a lot of this because i, think I, I haven't great. been playing wow at all but that is fantastic
0: yeah most most of the people i know have actually cancelled their subscription because they just don't know what to do at the moment
1: yeah i mean i'm i might go into this a bit more when we when we get to the bar a bit later but it's i haven't played a lot of anything at the moment but we'll we'll get to it
0: yeah uh, but in any case, I'm not going to beat a dying horse. Um, it is that the game could be released potentially this summer. Um, it's big news because everyone's been waiting for it. Everyone knew that TBC was probably yeah. going to come out. However, knowing how they're going to do it is, what, is the big thing that's on everyone's mind. So we're in that weird latent stage where everyone's doing Naxxramas trying to get the gear. Some people like my guild could not do Naxxramas just because the operational cost of doing it. It was too expensive. Yeah. I never was good at making money, so I just didn't. But So essentially, I'm now levelling a priest, just hit level 40, I'll be talking more about that at the At The Bar episode, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'll be trying to get that ready for this. So let's talk a little bit more about Diablo 2 in that sense.
1: Yeah, cool. Okay, so um, this info is from PC Gamer. Um, So Diablo 2 Resurrected is coming this year. So basically, it is a full uh, 3D remaster, um, complete remake of of the second one, which seems to be a very important and kind of favorite game from a lot of people. Now, I must admit, I have never played a single Diablo game. Not once. But (laughs) I have been thinking about getting Diablo 3 for the Switch because well, I want something to play on the Switch. So, there we go. Um, The tagline was Blizzard's taking us back to hell. Um, (laughs) Basically, they are remastering it. Uh, All new 3D graphics, uh, completely recreated cinematics, um, and... The Diablo chief Rod Ferguson from Blizzard said, Diablo 2 is a very important game to Blizzard. It helped define the ARPG. Do you know what an ARPG is?
0: I have no idea. Action, um, role-play game, I guess they they always, there's always some sort of...
1: Sure, let's go with that. Um, it was the 20th anniversary of the game last year. Blizzard's 30th anniversary is now, and as we are getting ready for Diablo Immortal and Diablo 4, <laughs> uh, it felt like a great time to bring this game back. So, so yeah, yeah. Cool. It um, says on
0: here also on PC and consoles with cross-progression.
1: Yes, yes. I mean, like, the actual specifics of that are kind of TBC, so, like, which, and not the Burning Crusade, but to be confirmed. Um, So (laughs) they're kind of like, is it going to be cross-platform on everything or is it going to kind of depend? Can you go, like, Xbox to PC? Fine. But you can't go PC to Switch, for example, if it is on the Switch. Um, I I don't know. That would be odd if you can't do all of those things, but we'll, we'll see.
0: See, I'm hoping it does, because it says Nintendo Switch, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, XIS, and, of course, PC. Um, I hope that they had a lot of issues with the Warcraft 3 remastered. Yeah. Um, I very much hope that they do not ruin this one, because I think it could be a good one. Also, it looks like something that I would want to play, because it's like an old-school game that's been revamped. And if there is that multiplayer thing, it'd be nice to jump in and actually play with my mates again and... You know, we've been doing that with a game called Valheim, which we'll be getting onto shortly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm always looking for the next thing to really play and get my teeth sunk into in my spare time.
1: Yeah, so this is kind of interesting the way they've done this. This, um, this reminds me a lot of how EA remastered um, Command & Conquer, the cl- like the classic Red Alert stuff, because you... And it's the same with Diablo 2. You can actually switch literally like a tap of a button. It switches from the old graphics to the new graphics. Yeah. while you're playing like on on red alert it was the space bar so if you tap space a million pixels or like <laughs> five pixels if <laughs> it like it's yeah, it's yeah. crazy um but yeah so it's got support for uh, 4k and up to like 144 hertz as well um but obviously that is hardware dependent because sure as hell the switch isn't going to do that um but yeah i think that's pretty cool The go- the good thing is Is that they've made some sort of quality of life improvements as well which i think is interesting so they've they've added things like um auto loot um a shared item stash for all your characters but all of these things aren't on they don't don't, they don't have to be on so if you want to play diablo 2 as it was go for it like with with new graphics although to be fair if you want to play it with the old graphics just play the original Diablo 2, I guess. Don't bother buying the remaster. But what, whatever. Um, it's, it's certainly interesting.
0: Uh, cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be a wicked game.
1: $39.99. So,
0: yeah, which I am a bit like, huh. That's quite expensive, a, isn't it? It's is yeah. quite expensive. But that's Blizzard pricing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so... Uh, was the next one valheim yes it was and in? i
1: have no cool. idea what this is so give no us a brief problem overview.
0: at all valheim um is a viking themed survival game and i'm sold it's it's awesome i'll be honest it, i am totally biased it has been one of the best fun things i've done in a while so um i mean on the pc gamer tag here it says half of pc gamers obsessed with valheim um you know, RIP to starvation and repair bills. There's none of that. You don't have to, there's no, what they've done is they've made a Viking themed survival game that does not punish you in the classical ways that some of them do. You don't have to be always eating, but you'll be stuck up for 24 health. If you do hunt and get food, then you can get food buffs, which then help you against monsters and stuff. You can chop down trees and then make your own house straight away as long as you have a hammer. There's progression. You can go from like, shit leather armor to troll hide armor. Yes, there are trolls in it, big ass trolls, all the way to iron, all the way to black. I won't kind of like ruin essentially what the story is, but it's incredible. It's actually like a almost lo-fi aesthetic. It looks really Um, good. But it is actually very beautiful. It's like lo-fi and not lo-fi at the Mm. same point. Um, When you play it with friends though, it's just incredible. You know, like, so we had this little island that we've been building on, and I created this place called Trollheim, which is uh, located, I built this house based around a troll cave, which, um, I think the annoyance is once you've cleared out the troll, the troll won't return, but you can't build anything in the troll cave, or else what I was going to do is plan on, like, this massive, like, candelabras in the troll cave, and have, like, seating, and have any battle plan that we had was going to be done in the troll cave, but alas, couldn't do it, and... But it's awesome, and it's sold over a million copies in a week. Which is insane.
1: Now, like, that's this ga- really yeah. insane.
0: So this game is uh, 15 quid on Steam, oh, okay. which I don't think is too bad. It's one gigabyte. What? <laughs> that's how, it's one gigabyte because it's all procedural. Okay. Um, but it's not yeah. procedural in a bad way. It's not like early No Man's Sky, even though I wouldn't say anything bad about No Man's Sky now. Yeah. Right? Um, it's not I'll like just- that
1: jump on that briefly the the thing that surprised me about no man's sky was when i looked at how big the the file size for that was bearing in mind it's like the entire galaxy that is only four gigs so like this is insane i i totally get
0: it yeah but there's things like different biomes and the different biomes have different threats so Like, we spent our time trying to make a long ship, and we built this massive Viking hall and hearths and fires and everyone had their own little projects. And then you all get into the Viking ship because you want to try and then, like, get certain items to get ready for the next boss. And you're raiding crypts for iron and there's all these other bits you just spend. I mean, let's see, I got this maybe a a week or so ago, Mm -hmm. if not more, maybe two weeks. And I have played, let's have a see, I've played 57 hours.
1: Wow. Okay, that's pretty impressive. Given that I know how much you've been working as well, so
0: yeah, yeah, all in my all in my downtime, um, when I should be doing other things, I've literally been shooting sure. yeah, Valheim. Been there. Um, <clears throat> it's just incredible. It's just an incredibly fun game, and I def I would highly recommend it to anyone who's What's thinking about. What's the single player like? Now, this is what I was about to come on to. Okay, and I'm really cool. glad you did. Yeah. Single player is just like multiplayer. I think actually um, you can tone it down. However, here's the cool thing. Say you open up a single-player server, Mm -hmm. and you do the things that you want to do on the single-player server. Yeah. You could then exit that. If you say you've got all this shit on your character, and you're like, I really wish I could take this over to my mate's server. You can. You can literally, you'll have a character, your character does not change. You can create a new character by any means, and just say, this is my single-player character, this is my multiplayer, but in the first few nights, I set up my own little house, which is still, like, level one tier. Got all the stuff together, got all the basic stuff, and went across to my mate's new server and had everything there except, of course, you know, the house because it's on the other server. Yeah. So I had all my armor, had all my arrows, had everything that I needed to kind of start on this new server. Um, and if I if I ever just want to chill out and play the game, I just hop back to my single player server.
1: So is is the progression both ways? So if you do stuff in the single player, you go over to the multiplayer and you get more stuff. Can you then come back to single player with more stuff? Yep. Okay. That's pretty cool.
0: So I don't know if you can't take over certain items, but you can definitely sure. take over the skill. So yeah. say you, you land on the island, you find a chest, you open it up and you find some arrows or you find some flint. That flint will unlock recipes. So when you find new items, it will unlock recipes for you, which is why when you kill bosses, it will o- it'll open up new things for you. Like So there'll be like a... You have to kill a boss to get a key to go down to the swamp. And in the swamp, you'll find iron. And when you pick up iron, then it gives you the ability to make all the iron armor. So it's unlockable, but it's all up to you you could do whatever you want um a bunch of people actually made a millennium falcon in the game yeah i've and seen that i've just seen absolutely a picture of it incredible um and it's whatever you want to do it like i made my own little um, viking hall i made it look really cool i've got uh, uh it's my own little bed up there and all that sort of stuff ideally i am like giving this game good lip service but it deserves it in my opinion um but yeah, they say um, Valheim is better because it rejects boring survival systems. That's what Fraser Brown said on PC Gamer and I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, you if you die, you can get your stuff back. You can yeah. run over and get your stuff back. The problem is you might want to gear up again to then go rescue your old stuff sure, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's in the middle of a troll camp and you just got squashed. Um, you don't see people holding up survival games as examples of where the difficulty teaches you to get good. It's not like that. Um, I totally agree with this person. Uh, it's just it's polished for an early access game it's grounded it's fun it's just good
1: yep that's I, I'm pretty interested in this I mean don't get me wrong I have got so many things that I have not finished Um, but something like this would be easy for me to lose a lot of time into I think
0: imagine it as a mixture of Rust uh, Minecraft yeah and any other normal survival game you've played. You've got that survivability, but you can build things, and how you build it is up to you. You can build whatever you like, as long as it has some sort of structure system to it.
1: Sounds good to me. I think I've, I've added it to my list. Um, that and the uh, the newer Tomb Raider games are on the list yeah. for very soon.
0: Cool. So shall we move on to, oh wait, is there anything else that i missed? No, miss? I
1: think that's that's it. So yeah, let's move on to movies and TV.
0: Now, because Ed is the Marvel dude mm. of the cast, tell me about what Miss Marvel is.
1: Okay. I have absolutely no idea. I've got to be completely <laughs> honest here. I genuinely don't know... Um, Fair enough. ...a whole lot about this. So I want to say, like, female Captain America, but I could be wrong. Maybe. Oh, but it's a series. Okay, so yes, yeah, Disney Plus series, um, nice. which I kind of vaguely knew about. Um, uh, I genuinely... This is really bad. I have no idea what we're about to talk about here, but um, fine. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, so rumor has it. She's also going to go and like... Oh man, I don't know what's going on. Who is this? Who's talking about who? Wow, this is really good. This is we're we're really prepared for this episode.
0: So prepared. Uh, Even though the cameras have been rolling for a while on Marvel's Disney Plus Miss yep. Marvel series, there is room for new cast additions. Laurel Marsden is abroad to play Zoe Zimmer. Yeah. Iman Vellani is playing the title character, Marvel's first Muslim hero, as she navigates life in New Jersey, juggling her family, her faith, and her powers. Yeah, which include body morphing abilities. Cool. First appearing in 2014, she's become popular character and after the show, she'll make the leap to the big screen, appearing in the Captain Marvel sequel.
1: That's pretty cool. I, I'm already excited about that. I like that they are bringing these crossovers the other way as well because mm. so we've got things like um, WandaVision, which we'll get to in a minute, and then oh, Batman yeah. and the Winter Soldier, uh, where these are big screen characters that are coming down to the not-quite-so-big-screen um, for, for crazy series, so... Um, I like the that they're going the other movie way, movie and in fact, fact there's, there's rumors of other uh, TV series characters going to big screen as well. Um, so hopefully things like uh, Daredevil, because um, that was fantastic, maybe, um, oh, crap, what is his name? Anyway, the, 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 the Netflix Daredevil hopefully could appear in things like Spider-Man 3, um, which would make sense because Daredevil is a very common character to appear in the Spider-Man comics, so it'd be interesting to see. <laughs> Plus, honestly, like the Netflix Marvel characters were fantastic, and it is a shame that they're kind of like lost in the wind, basically. Hmm. Um, cool. But yeah, I think I think it'd be interesting. When do we know? Oh, so it says Miss Marvel will hit Disney Plus later this year, so that's that's good. Um, because there is a lot of stuff coming, as we as we kind of discussed a couple of episodes ago, there's like over fifty different things announced for for uh, Disney Plus. So we'll uh, we'll see. <laughs> um, right, well, <laughs> WandaVision division huh? So basically, since we last had a show, which was the beginning of January, um, it has just kicked right the fuck off. It was it has been absolutely fantastic, and it maybe has been
0: fantastic.
1: We're we're gonna try. I don't think there's going to be any spoilers here. Like, I, I think we'll, we'll steer away from that if we can, but I, I just cannot recommend it enough. I mean, I, I don't know how it would work for someone who's not at least seen a lot of the MCU stuff. Um, I think the last sort of five films would make sense to have seen. Yes. Five films is a lot for someone that he's never seen anything. Oh, yeah, just go watch these five films. They're both like two and a half hours long. Um... And then maybe like after you've done that two months later, then maybe you can watch this series. No. I, I I think that is entirely what Um is it Marvel Legends or something like that is is on Disney Plus, which is their sort of recap thing. Yeah. I think that's what that's for. Um but hey, if you if anybody listening has, has not seen division yet, then go watch it. <laughs> but specifically, okay. So in one um there is a In show commercial so it's not like an actual ad break it is actually within the show and it's part of the show it would make more sense and you'll understand what that is if you've seen it um but episode seven which happened last week so today is monday and this is friday's episode so monday the 22nd now we had an ad called well it was a it was an antidepressant ad right like it was a it was a drug called nexus it's like ask your doctor for Nexus, um, <laughs> and fuck me, did I not know what that was before? I like looked into it afterwards, and I was like, why does everybody care about the Nexus? And basically, the Nexus is the gateway between dimensions. So this kind of advert for a drug is kind of like Marvel saying, hey, actually, the Nexus exists. That's cool. Um, so just a brief summary from Tech Radar. The so-called nexus of all realities is the point where all possible realities within the Marvel Comics multiverse, sorry, overlap. As such, it serves as a gateway between numerous dimensions. Now, this is very important, given that we've got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming up. Um, And there's rumors of the previous Spider-Man being in the new Spider-Man film, or, or certainly having been linked to it like Tobey Maguire and what's what's his face what's what's the Andrew Garfield um, <laughs> which which would make a lot of sense because they in one universe or another are Spider-Man still yeah. alongside what's his name now who why have I forgotten all words This always happens what is the current spider-man <laughs> called? what is it Tom Holland yep um so it's very interesting but the way they dropped it in there was just like a seemingly unimportant commercial within a show and that episode in itself episode seven, was just fantastic um but it's it's interesting and i now need to go back and look at all the other adverts and see if there was actually any real meaning to them don't get me wrong some of them were like stark industries advertising like an ironing thing or something like that i think but None of them were that important <laughs> compared to this.
0: Yeah it's a uh, it's gonna be big. I like I, I agree that they tend to just chuck small bits in mm. that are significant and <clears throat> seeing how that all kind of comes to fruition is actually pretty fun.
1: Yeah I mean there's so many like little Easter eggs there, there was one where like there's a license plate on a car and the tag on it actually is also Stanley's birthday. so it's like it's, it's stupid things like that that are just pretty cool. Um, And WandaVision is full of Easter eggs. Uh, So I guess that's kind of the movie and TV news. It's very TV-focused, but these are kind of the things that we are familiar with, although we proved that we weren't very familiar with Ms. Marvel, so okay. It's
0: all new to us, though. That's (laughs) the thing. And, you know, I... You tend to pick up on things I don't when it comes to MCU stuff, so it's mm. always good to hear from you in that regard. You've always got your kind of finger on the button.
1: The um the next thing that is going to be coming out, so the, I think it's end of I want to say March, but it could be May, is is going to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There was actually a cool a new trailer for it um during the Super Bowl <laughs> or the Super Bowl um that. I haven't watched, I chose not to watch it because I'm very aware of spoilers being in the trailer without us knowing it. Yes. Um, because if you go back and watch the WandaVision trailers now, some things are a lot more obvious. I So <laughs> I, I think it's best to avoid, if there's something you know you're going to watch anyway, I think don't watch the trailer, like it's it's just spoiling it for yourself. All right, so, moving on to the tech news.
0: Duh, and duh.
1: you're going first because Mars is pretty cool. Yours is, like, cool. Mine is depressing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mars is cool. <laughs> and I do apologise for yawning. It's not for the subject matter, I assure you. it's um, It's been a very, very busy week. <clears throat> so, here we go. Perseverance has landed on Mars successfully. Well done, NASA. Yeah. Um, End game. That's it. Pretty much done now. Yeah, go. All right, um, bye. So, NASA has released an astonishing image sent back from Mars by its Perseverance rover. So, um, ever since bugger uh, what they called a Curiosity went down, they'd been meaning to send another rover to Mars, and they've done so with Perseverance, which has more, it has way more um, gadgets and bits, and they might be able to drill further and go further. I mean, considering all that's kinda of happened, you know, um curiosity went pretty damn far. Yeah. If I scroll up and look at the and what it said, it said uh a but, but about distance, twenty four kilometres it travelled, which is quite it's fifteen miles. That's quite a long distance. On, on another our, planet. On another planet. It's uh it's just beautiful. Um and to see kind of where where we've come to and It's the next step in finding more information about Mars. Um, It's really, really important. Um, It also represents an immense technical achievement because the satellite, the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter, was approximately 700 kilometers from Perseverance at the time and traveling at three kilometers per second. Um, Yeah, so Perseverance has been put in the near equatorial Martian crater known as Jezero or Jezero, where it will search for signs of past Microbial life. So here's the main crux of it. Yep. This could potentially be the thing that finds life on Mars if there was any life on Mars. It's one ton, I think it weighs. And, wow. Uh,
1: as much as that, yep. really, okay.
0: Yep. So imagine trying to get that into the uh, space uh, into space. Um and it costs about one point nine billion pounds. Yeah.
1: I mean that's fair. It's the
0: f- yeah, it's the fifth rover to be put on Mars by NASA. Really? Um, yep. So its initial mission will last one Martian year, which is about two of our years. Um, And so its other key objectives is to package rock samples and send them back. I think it has like a propulsion system which will send it back to us in space. I don't know how that's going to be happening. Or it could just be be for later. I or it could just be later missions and I'm talking out my ass, which makes sense to me. So I might be talking out my ass there. Um, But essentially, yeah, signs of life. So we'll see how it goes, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's very exciting Um, and well done NASA, even though none of them will ever listen to the cast uh, for doing such a thing. I think (laughs) it's excellent. There's always something new coming out and it's an exciting time in space flight history.
1: So I I actually just looked this up because I was curious about how many things are on Mars. And so there are 14 missions with objects on the surface of Mars, but some of these missions contain multiple spacecraft. (laughs) Um, So there are at least 14 things from Earth on Mars, which is insane
0: that is pretty insane.
1: <laughs> I didn't know it that Mars many pictures.
0: It just I love when you look at it on a screen and you just hear that it's being landed down on this planet and then you get that image back and it's actually there. It's actually on another planet. and You can see pictures. I don't yeah. know, it just jazzes me out. Like there's one which is of Mount Sharp which was taken on the 9th of September 2015 and it looks like it was something that was shot in the middle of the Middle East like a yeah. you know sort of desert area. It's, it's
1: incredible. Yeah. I'm just also looking at the history of things here so there is a a set of three landings on Mars um, that were pretty much a complete disaster for um, for Russia, for the USSR. <laughs> this is in the early 70s. So the first one, 1971, uh, Mars 2, um, it crashed during the descent, and so basically exploded on Im- impact. That was completely <laughs> useless. Um, there was a transmission failure from the second one, later that same year, which... It might have even been pretty much the same time, because it was identical to the first one, but it lasted 14 and a half seconds before losing all transmission capability. It landed fine, and then transmitted for 14 and a half seconds. And then, <laughs> two years later, in 1973, Mars 6 landed on Mars and returned corrupted data for two th- sorry 224 seconds, and then they lost contact it did not go well for these early ussr landings like at all like it was pretty bad they did the hard bit Bloody they got hell. three robots out to fucking mars like and then they <laughs> just shit the bed on the on the planet surface
0: i mean to be honest that does sound kind of like yeah, soviet right. attempts <laughs> back in the day i'm really sorry the heat shields failed i will just let you burn up sorry about that sorry about that comrade it's all right but i'm bitter <laughs> yeah. about that or anything but yeah. to be honest though i mean like i can't really say anything on it you know Spaceflight is attempting the unknown, so yeah. I can't really say anything on that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the I can't. Can you do you know how long one sol is? S O L S. I can't remember. No,
0: I actually don't. Okay, um, let me see if I, I can remember. It, like how many souls has Thingy um, been during the Martian, etc.
1: Okay, because yeah, because because Viking One, so the first one that NASA landed on there in 1982. Oh, sorry, 1976. Um, lasted 2,200. 45 souls, and last contact was with it in 1982. So that operated for like what is that six years? Yeah, that's insane. (laughs) So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, (laughs) anyway, yeah, that's that's enough Mars history, but that's um, oh, souls is to do with timekeeping on Mars, apparently. Um, (laughs) the average Martian side side reel, side reel day it's 24 hours and 37 minutes so <laughs> bloody hell so it's a tad over a day yeah and that is used by so a sol is refers to the duration of a solar day on mars cool okay that makes <laughs> sense so pretty much like 2200 odd days
0: gosh it's a lot
1: yeah um all right fine what else is going on? What else have we got? Uh, me, isn't it? Yes. Okay, right. So, it's not just gamers who are struggling to get GPUs, graphics cards. Car manufacturers are also struggling to get enough silicon as well. Short- shortages are expected to continue for the foreseeable future. Okay, so that is the situation at the moment. Um, things have not gotten any better since the RTX 30 series came out from NVIDIA earlier this year, kind of, well, late end of last year, really. Um, And it's only getting worse. Um, So from the news I've seen as well, so, but it's not just graphics cards that are in high demand and short supply. Um, Silicon, in general, is is very, very low at the moment. Um, So silicon is used in all sorts of processing. Uh, Basically, any kind of processor at all has silicon in it, obviously. And a silicon chip shortage is causing automakers to idle their factories. And this is from Ars Technica. So this is a quote from the article. You may have noticed that it's difficult to get hold of a new high-end graphics card and game console these days. I also feel like that's just not enough detail there because it's not just high-end graphics cards, it's fucking anything right now. But anyway, in a large part, that's due to an ongoing global shortage affecting semiconductor foundries, the people who make silicon. As it turns out, the problem is even more pronounced In the auto industry in fact it's getting so bad that a number of oems including ford and general motors have had to go as far as idling shifts and even entire factories wow ford had to stop production in kentucky in december of 2020 and in january it ordered a month-long pause at a german factory god and this is still ongoing like and it's not just Ford either like it's a lot of people not everybody but it's just the way the supply chains work like (sighs) You think sad, how many man. computers are in, in in a car these days like everything has a computer yeah so that's insane
0: that is pretty pretty nuts
1: and it's not getting any better and things I are just getting more expensive no i know i don't know what to do like we're fucked surely like yeah 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 is its is it gonna get better like i hope so
0: is this the this is not the time to buy a new amd processor jack
1: Wow, well, it's very <laughs> tempting. We'll we'll, uh, we'll talk about that in a bit, actually, because, uh, yeah, you sent me a very toasty screenshot the other day.
0: I did, yeah. Very toasty. In fact, <laughs> if I do core temp, let's look at what we're on, even though we're just doing... Uh, so core temp is... Uh, oh, yeah, there we go, Eighty eighty two. 82. Oh. Uh, my CPU's currently running Okay,
1: up. yeah, it's not supposed to be doing that. Hang on, let me get mine up just for reference. Obviously, these are two totally different, like, things, but I'm just curious. It's
0: also very hot in here. Thirty-seven. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, my case is very cold, um, but yeah.
0: Mine isn't. Yeah, my cores are all running high, seventy. All
1: right. Just to be fair, which which software are you using? I'm
0: using Core Temp one point one six.
1: Okay, I'm gonna use like I um, don't Just slightly deviating from from our actual news right now. Lots of typing. Uh, sensors only run. Because, yeah, that's pretty hot for just not a lot. Uh, All right, so...
0: I'm wondering if I might take out the processor and add some more thermal paste to it.
1: That was my first suggestion. So my motherboard is reporting... The highest temperature on my actual motherboard is like 40 degrees, 45. So... Like, that's, that's nothing.
0: The case isn't that hot, though.
1: Mm. We could dive into this, but we won't. Um, Well, okay. How was your Foster's, Jack? <laughs>
0: um, I've got halfway through it. It's meh, I'll be honest. It's Foster's. Yeah. If I'm like just chilling out and having a beer, it gets easier the more you drink it. <laughs> but it's nothing special. It's just a beer. Yeah. It's just a golden, golden load of piss that will end up as piss
1: yep goes out the same way it came in
0: but it's not bad how's yours
1: i good like really <laughs> nice. really good just it's it's a lot more it's quite a substantial like ale as well like it feels like it's you, you know you're drinking an <laughs> ale but it's yeah yeah uh, it's pretty heavy but it's actually it's just so tasty like it's an orange pale ale like that's that's all there is to it and yeah if you see a bright orange can anywhere just pick it up because it's pretty cool sure i will um all right so that was a show thank you for joining us i'm glad we're actually back now and hopefully we'll be back to sort of much more regular shows um now that we both actually have a house (laughs) um yes we have places yeah which is pretty cool um so thank you for joining us we'd love to hear your feedback be sure to follow us on twitter at slackers underscore studio and (laughs) join the discord at the link in the show notes Um, oh yeah please if you can give us a review on iTunes um, as it really helps us reach new people but because of the way iTunes works it's also bullshit because every store (laughs) is a different country and all of that and they don't add up but whatever anyway should we do the thing yes okay a three a two a one Don't let your boss catch you slacking.
0: slacking. (laughs) Until (laughs) Until next time, we've been been your your slackers. slackers. Boom. I think that was
1: probably like the best one we've done in like 10 shows.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. All right.
1: So Jack and I are heading off to the bar and hopefully we'll see you there. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered
0: Studio. Find more at Dragon Powered Studio dot com (laughs)